Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's meeting five of Football Land. Son, tell them about Football Land. I, I actually do. Uh, Mark, uh, you're here. I'm here. It's probably best to remind people of our names and uh, the premise before we carry on. So would you like to remind people of your name? I'll start. My name's Anthony Richardson, and I'm the CEO of Football Land. And my name's Mark Davison, and I'm the Chief Ride Engineer. We've been given one billion US dollars by the state of Qatar to build the world's first football-themed theme park in the state of Qatar for the Qatar World Cup in 2022. The name of the park, of course, is Football Land. Let's remind people of the rides we've designed so far. The Leicester City Fairyland, the Tunnel of Wagner slash Donald slash Joachim Love, Jimmy Conrad's Conrad Biscan 3000, Steve Mechanical Bull, Marek Larwood's Football Hunger Games, Sir Alex Ferguson's Mind Game Simulator, Nima Judra's Betrayal Monorail, and the Scoffiation Noshball. A little bit of housekeeping before we go on to the actual main rides of the day, Mark. Uh, we have a sponsor for the Football Land car park. Do we? That, wow, uh, that's great. That's I've never been this excited about something related to a car park. That's right. So we've actually got a Patreon and the Patreon has various tiers on it. And the top tier, you have exclusive naming rights of the car park. I mean, you especially get exclusive naming rights if you're the only person on that tier. And this person is. His name's Matt Whitworth. Hi, Matt Whitworth. Well, OK. I mean, that's not part of the Patreon. We don't say hi to him. We oh. we just say the naming rights of the, the car park and... We call the car park as he wants the car park to be called. The car park, just for your benefit, Mark, just for planning, is Matt Whitworth is the greatest football land fan in all the land, in all the land, Carp Ark. So he's written Carp Ark, C-A-R-P-A-R-K. The Matt Whitworth is the greatest football land fan in all the land, in all the land, Carp Ark. Okay, that robot thing was a bit weird, but thank you, Matt Whitworth. Even though with that Patreon tier, we're not obliged to thank you, but we do. Thank you. Thank you. The rides are coming along, yeah. uh, Mark, and, and we have a restaurant, uh, of course, the Ascoffiation Noshball. Now, the trouble is, Mark, the restaurant, it's lacking something. Can you tell me what the restaurant's lacking? Don't tell me it's a kitchen because we are screwed if there's no kitchen. Dinner entertainment. Great. That is what it's lacking. Cabaret. And I have a name for it. Steve Cabaret. Oh, that's good. Steve Cabaret had a prosperous career playing for Sheffield United and Watford. Yeah. Uh, he'd be delighted to put his name to it. Um, do, do you know that or are you guessing? No, haven't asked him. 
but you know, I mean, I've looked at his career path on Wikipedia. I think he would be delighted to to put his name to anything. This is while people are, are dining, isn't it? This is while they're eating. There'll be a stage with entertainment, you, you mean? Yeah, that's right. So imagine a big stage, a big Steve Cabaret, and while people are eating, they're watching this performance. And it's a performance that lasts for as long as the dinner, so about 90 minutes. Yeah. The first act, I put to you the Delhi Dancers. Hello. Delhi Dancers. Now, what do you think when I say to you Delhi Dancers? I think some exotic dancers from Delhi or New Delhi, as it's called now. Amazing. Yes, I like it. How is this connected to football? It's actually Delhi Ali, the Delhi Ali dancers. Ah. Imagine nine or ten dancers, male and female, but they are all united by one common attribute. They've all had plastic surgery to look exactly like Delhi Ali. Okay. Young and old, 18 years old to 85 years old, dancers, belly dancers perhaps, but it, it doesn't actually matter how they dance. They could do anything. They could do the Charleston for all I care. They have faces exactly like Deli Alley. Yeah, they, okay. They, if they did belly dancing, they'd be Deli Belly dancing or Belly Deli dancing. But uh, are we confident we can find nine or 10 people willing to have plastic surgery? I mean, he, he's, he's a good looking chap. I think the, the, the female dancers would probably struggle a bit more given that we're asking them to look like Deli Ali. Well, I mean, the first port of call is to look for female dancers that look naturally like Deli Ali, but um, it's unlikely that we're going to find any. The, the next port of call is to throw a lot of money hmm. at these performers. Um, you know, cruise ship entertainment, they have uh, tax-free existence. They they get all their accommodation paid for and their food. <sighs> I, th- I think we can stretch to at least food. The plastic surgery, they won't have to pay for. But any upkeep of the plastic surgery, I, I'm not really sure about how plastic surgery works, but... I'm assuming that after a few years, it starts to sag and bits crack off. So any maintenance after the the third year, mm. they have to pay 50%. And then that's a sliding scale up to 100% after 10 years. Yeah, I think Deli Alley with breasts is certainly an intriguing proposition from, from my point of view. Um, ch- children, are, are we allowed to do plastic surgery? Because Deli Alley also, he's he is an adult, Uh can can we have a four-year-old with a, an adult head? Would they be able to balance properly? Would they be able to do the dance moves if their head is the size of an adult? This is a really tricky area. I actually thought that they'd start from 18 to 85. I think a four, I mean, a four-year-old, everyone would love a four-year-old Deli Alley, wouldn't they? Absolutely. And imagine, you know, imagine the viral success of that as a video. And imagine, you know, Dolly Parton, she was a child star. She had plastic surgery when she was six. So The 85-year-old dancer is what attracts me the most, not sexually, but, you know, them dancing, but with a pristine face of a Premier League footballer. It's just an image you can't get out of your head. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's part, that's part one of the entertainment. You've got a part two. Yeah, well, I'm thinking once the diners are, they've got over the shock of seeing the deli dancers and they've enjoyed the shock, they're into the meal. Uh, I'm thinking a bit of musical accompaniment now. Uh, So I've done some research uh, into the kind of of thing that might go down well at a football-themed restaurant. I'm thinking the the Spice Boys. So we we have Robbie, the Spice Boys famously, the Liverpool squad of the mid-90s. So we get Robbie Fowler, Jamie Redknapp, Steve McManaman, David James singing the hits of the Spice Girls in baritone. 
Um, and I think you know everyone will be thinking, well, who's 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 the fifth? Uh, and I think we get some kind of spectacular reunion finale in which they're joined by Ian Rush's moustache. Technically, he wasn't really one of the Spice Boys. The Spice Boys were so named because they were mucking about, and Ian Rush doesn't do mucking about. But his moustache does, and if we can get his moustache in, are you saying it's Ian Rush or Ian Rush just his moustache in a in a glass case or something? Well, I'm, I'm thinking a sort of uh, remote controlled moustache that sort of flies in from the wings and maybe settles on each of the other four before you know taking the stage on its own, uh, like a we- like a curious butterfly. So yeah, but butterfly, bat, uh, a hairy, a hairy Welsh thing, whatever you want to call it, it's it's free roaming. I think it's not it's not in a box. What Spice Girls costume does Ian Rush's moustache evoke? Well, I think the most iconic thing any of the Spice Girls ever wore was that Union Jack dress from Jerry Halliwell, uh, and I think part of the press interest in that was that it was so short she was practically showing her foof, wasn't she? So. If you think about it, a moustache is it is a kind of foof. So how about the moustache flies on wearing the Union Jack dress? So it's a sort of disembodied dress that comes on. The dress falls away, revealing nothing but foof stroke Ian Rush's moustache. Well, I, I, I do know a couple of people that fly drones, and I think that they could uh, remote control up a moustache um, to fly in and uh, land on on everyone's shoulders it'd be a lovely touch if that moustache flies around the room to do a solo you know flies from table to table that would be beautiful wouldn't it just land land on the upper lip of of your wife uh, as it's singing spice up your life lovely idea thanks very much mark any other musical tributes you'd like to talk about or or is that your program no, I've, I've got a couple of other musical tribute acts. I've been in conversation with Jose Mourinho, who's keen to do his tribute to Frank Sinatra. He's he, he's up for it. The drawback is he only knows the chorus to That's Why the Lady's a Tramp. So uh, he sent me an audition video and it was just him doing the chorus over and over and over again. It was 90 minutes long. And it, it, I mean, we wouldn't need him for 90 minutes and it's a good job because, uh, I mean, I, th- I think it makes for a very compelling two minutes but we wouldn't want any more of than that or getting to learn a bit more frank sinatra because the the guy's got a voice a a voice like terry venables you know everyone's going england crazy is it is it quite a swing voice no it's more sort of cheeky girls uh vibe it's it's not unattractive uh I, i would listen to it but maybe not for the full 90 minutes that he wants to do after they've been wowed by the the musical spectacular it's time for a bit of close up magic what do you think yeah, perfect. That's great. A Dynamo, you're you're a fan of Dynamo's work. Yeah, yeah. We can't get Dynamo. Um, he is booked uh, for about the next six years. However, Dynamo Moscow aren't now. Dynamo Moscow, obviously the team in Russia. I, I haven't asked them yet, but there must be a couple of them that we can teach to do a, a few bits of close up magic while talking in a Bradford accent. So similar to magic, I'm thinking escapology, and escapology is. Uh, it's good for dinners in that, you know, the the, es- the escapologist usually chains himself up, sets a timer for like 10 minutes, and then absolutely nothing happens for 9 minutes, 50 seconds. So you can carry on chowing down and pretty much ignore them struggling on a stage at the corner and just look up for the last 10 seconds. So it's good, it's good for mealtime entertainment, but it's also relevant to football in that escapology and escaping things, to me, suggests the great escapes of teams that have avoided the drop. Uh, even in the relatively short history of the Premier League, 
teams like West Brom, they have repeatedly escaped relegation by the skin of skins of their teeth. So I'm thinking maybe Brian Robson is suspended upside down above the diners' heads and during the meal will endeavour to escape. And he almost definitely will. But if he doesn't, no one really cares. Uh, I, ha- I have been in conversation with Brian Robson and he says he's practising at home. It's a slight deal breaker for him. He wants to be suspended low enough that, that his hair brushes into people's soup. And I'm trying to tell him that's too low. By all means, be close enough above people's heads that they can see how good your escape is. But if your hair is in their soup, that's too low. And that's the only sticking point at the moment. Otherwise, he's up for it. I mean, I've got to say, he's such a showman. Uh, let's let, let's give him carte blanche. And if uh, if, it, if it ends in a bit of a hairy soup, then that's all part of the fun. That's football land. Now, I don't want to bring the tone down, but uh, in the Victorian era, um, dinner parties, they were obsessed with a seance. Uh, a seance, of course, contacting the dead. And I've had a chat with Glenn Hoddle, and he is willing to perform his uh, special Glenn Hoddle's seance uh, in which he contacts the audience's dead relatives and and explains to them how their faults are all down to their ancestors sins uh, so a fun way of contacting your your loved ones that have passed but also pinning a bit of blame on them mm. and it won't be too dark i've chatted to glenn and he, he it's more of a fun cabaret thing so for example saying to someone in the audience oh you've got a silly shirt well that's because 30 years ago your great grandmother doreen she fell off a bridge uh, and during her life um she didn't do her taxes on time once and uh, there was actually quite a lot of fraud in the family um so mm. as a result your fashion tastes are are pretty appalling is sword swallowing too graphic a thing to enjoy whilst eating uh because i'll, t- I'll tell you for why tommy sword you may know this footballer uh, he played for stockport county in the 80s he he's up for doing it Tommy's sword swallowing. Uh, it sounds a bit racy. Uh, uh, what, someone comes on and he whips out his... No, 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 no. God, God, no. No, no, no. No, it's actually just him swallowing stuff. But his name is Tommy Sword. He just swallows things, just normal things. I mean, it has to be bite-sized. And if it's not, like, like I've seen him chow down on a chair, but he has to break it up first. So there we have it. That was the Steve Cabaret. I think it's time to vote. All in favour of the Steve Cabaret... Say I, three, two, one, I. I. We're ready for our guest this week. Uh, his name is John Rutledge, uh, and I'm typing that into Wikipedia now. And it says he is the, or uh, was rather, past tense, Associate Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States between uh, 1790 and 1791. That's not, that I don't, can't I don't be right, think that's it? right. No, that I don't right. think that's right. I think it's, no, I think it's Eggsy, isn't it, from Goldie Looking Shane? It's Eggsy, isn't it? Yeah, it's Eggsy. It's Eggsy. Eggsy is uh, a member of Welsh hip-hop group Goldie Looking Chain. They've released numerous albums. Uh, they made the singles chart on six separate occasions, the highest position being number three in 2004 for Guns Don't Kill People, Rappers Do. Uh, Eggsy has gone on, although he's still a member of Goldie Looking Chain, he's gone on to host the Rod Gilbert Show on BBC Radio Wales. He's a regular pundit on TV list shows. And last year he wrote and performed in The Unexplainers, a six-part mockumentary about the paranormal. Okay, um, 
I mean, it's it's a it's a hefty intro, and he's right here. Oh, he's here. So he's here. I mean, it must be he's, it must be pretty awkward listening to all that, Eggsy. But hello, Eggsy. Welcome. Um, I, there's a lot of energy in the room, and I, I'm feeling this greatly. It's wonderful to be here, and I, I feel the strength of football immediately within my veins. And this is a this is a great time. And thank you, thank you again for involving me in this this project, which is is it's groundbreaking. Are you a football fan, Eggsy? I know about football. I know it's 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 a very strong game. It's it's one of the strongest games out there. Um, it's been around for over a hundred years now, and um, people talk about it literally every day. So I've seen um, Newport County play Everton. Um, I've been to a, uh, I think it was an England match once. Um, so yeah, I know I know football pr- pretty well. I, I've been reading about that England match that that you saw, Exy. Um, as I understand it, Goldie Looking Chain were invited by the Football Association of Wales to perform before the World Cup qualifier between Wales and England in 2005. Uh, is this ringing bells? Yeah, it's gone down in folklore as a controversial moment. Yeah, I mean, in football, there are many, many controversial moments. For me personally, the most controversial was, I believe, Gary Lineker dirtying himself at Italy 90. But yeah, we we took it to a, another level by uh, dedicating a song we'd written called Your Mrs. Is a Nutter uh, to uh, Victoria uh, Beckham, who's married to the well-known footballer David Beckham uh, on, the, on the pitch during the show. Um, nothing really happened. In reality, nothing really happened. Yet the Welsh FA, I believe, wrote us a letter uh, shortly afterwards telling us that we'd brought football into disrepute. Could that be the first moment in history that a non-footballer or team has been has brought the game into disrepute officially? Because usually that phrase is is reserved for when a, a player uh, spits at someone, um, makes an obscene gesture. I've never heard of it directed to someone outside of football. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I'm quite proud of that because, again, I, I have a, a limited uh, sort of access to the world of football due to my lack of knowledge. But if I'm ever in a taxi cab or one of those people in a pub has had too much to drink and they start talking about football at me, I can tell them I've brought the game into disrepute. You've been sent off for Wales in a World Cup qualifier without being named on the team sheet. Your football credentials are not in doubt. I want to ask you quickly before we begin about your experience of theme parks, because you're from South Wales and just along the road, if you go along the M4 until you literally run out of the M4, you get to Pembrokeshire and that's home to some of the greatest attractions in the world. You've got your Oakwoods, you've got your Heatherton Adventure World, you've got your Folly Farm. I like to call it the Tenby, Haverford West, Carmarthen, Golden Triangle. You must have been spoilt for choice growing up. It was a, a wonderful experience as a, as a child knowing full well that, that if if I could have driven a car I could have gone there anytime um, and uh, you know I would dream about selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, these events in the, around about 1986 I got the opportunity to go to Oakwood Safari Park and um, sadly I, I suffered from heavy heavy diarrhea um, the, the day that happened and everybody else in my school went and they came back claiming the the toboggan run was one of the greatest experiences they'd ever had in their lives all I had was it was a, a ready bottom and 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 that was it so, so I sadly never got to visit any of them there's still an opportunity now for me to do that, but um, I mean, right now with the lockdown situation, I'm I'm just literally getting in a sleeping bag and going down the stairs three or four times a day, which it, which is almost as good. Yeah. So we would like to hear your idea. We've sent you a copy of Shoot Magazine from 2000, uh, and I'd like you to sign. Uh, verbally this disclaimer so you Eggsy are handing over full ownership of your ride idea to Anthony and Mark and its permanent place in football land and you're swearing on a copy of Shoot magazine from 2000 just to prove you have a copy which footballer is on the cover of your Shoot magazine this is a rather special one because although it's from uh, the sort of 2000s it's actually got Pat Jennings on the front and uh, it's it's uh, a special Pat Jennings hands edition and it's all about uh, hand size in football which is a very a wonderful subject to talk about. And they called him the cat, didn't they? He had big old hands and he used to smother his teammates with them. And if, if you put your hand over your own head, that doesn't even begin to compare. His hand would envelop not only if, he, if the heel of his hand began at your chin, his fingers would overlap and go all the way to the back of your scalp. And he used to crap in a litter tray. He had his own personal litter tray. Talking of big hands, I once was in a pub uh, restaurant with uh, Peter Shilton. Not we weren't there together. He just happened to be there. He had the biggest hands I've ever seen. It looked like he was using Doll's House cutlery, but it was normal sized cutlery. He just had massive hands. Shame he had such short arms because uh, he could have caught that ball in 1986 with Maradona, couldn't he? Well, I, I, I know you've said that uh, as a cheap and rather cruel jibe, but he actually had. This, this is true. He had 
longer arms than anyone else for his height and build because he used to he knew he wanted to be a goalkeeper so he used to put weights on his shoes and literally hang off the stairs off the banisters at his home from a young age and he'd do that for hours every day such that by the time he became a professional goalkeeper he had unnaturally long arms okay Eggsy, that sounds amazing um and we haven't even heard it yet so what is your idea well it's it's pretty basic football as we know is is owned by the british the premiership is is a a british thing it's all british teams again this is my limited football knowledge coming in but it seems to me wherever you go in the world you will meet someone who as soon as you tell them where you're from they'll start talking about british football um i went to thailand a few years ago and someone tried to mug me um they pulled a knife out they said give me your wallet um i said please don't hurt me he said, where are you from? I said, Britain. He said, whereabouts? I said, Newport. He said, do you know Gary Plumley, ex-Newport County goalkeeper? I said, yes. Um, he let me keep my wallet and I went about my way and had a great holiday. This is what's the uniting great thing about British football. It's everywhere. Yeah, the guys know all the big names like your Gary Plumleys and, and things like that. But I want to take the people of the world to, to to the grassroots level of football. And I want to introduce the school sports football simulator. And I don't know if you could play some dramatic music or a sound effect over that bit when I say that. It's the school sports football simulator. School sports football simulator experienced the thrill of over 112-year-old boys chasing a size five mitre football, the length and breadth of a wet British football pitch on a Monday morning in February. Feel the adrenaline rush as professional actors reenact the role of Mr. Tipping smoking on the sidelines whilst you battle against the realistic lashing rain simulator and dodge the lifelike fists of the school sports football simulator FIFA approved fully automated bigger boys. Relive such classic school sports football moments as school psycho Mike Samuels chasing teammates round with a dead crow, or even witness the thrill of Ian O'Hara using his own Sondico, or is it Sondico? I'm never sure, goalkeeping gloves, whilst you take a penalty to the emotive sound of other boys swearing. Enjoy the rush of the less interested boys' homemade mudslide, or even get involved in the ranks of the forgotten kick collective as you shuffle off to the library to spend an hour and a half drawing pictures of Jan Molby, whilst leafing through the biology books to see real naked photographs of both men and women so that's just the start guys that's very strong yeah um it's 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 a big big thing um i want people from around the world to see what football's really like for an 11 year old in the winter in britain after going to school um so i think with a bit of money we could we could build something great here yes Um, so i'm thinking immediately i'm thinking a big dome but in that yeah. dome is a sort of 1960s building, 1960s mm. uh, concrete uh, school block. Yes. Uh, yes. And it's going to be very difficult. But I think if we overwater the pitch, we'll get the effect of uh, we don't yeah. want too much grass. We want as much mud as possible. But I want it to be caked with stud marks. Yeah, yeah there should be absolutely no grass anywhere near the goal mouths or the centre circle. I, th- I think we should we should talk to people who've worked on films like 1917 and get that kind of mud bath feeling. You say the wi- the rain lashing. Now, 
is are we talking weather simulators here because we can do that in Qatar they it's it's not go I mean they do have indoor ski slopes yeah um I know the ski slope is, is quite popular in, in in places like Qatar because they've got the technology what I'm looking at here is and again you mentioned a, a football pitch I'm looking at 75 to 100 football pitches all next to each other so we can get as many people in as possible. Now, I'd like to get a network of pipes and valves up over the top that spray not just ice-cold water, but chunks of ice, sharp, um, jagged, very, just massive chunks of ice. I mean, if we could get out to Antarctica or somewhere and maybe get some of the real um, icebergs that, that are available, we could smash them up and then have them just fired bang into people's faces you know really really get that winter vibe i like the sound of of uh replicating the weather like that i'm slightly concerned about the sense of space though i think uh to have we're talking like a hundred aside sort of games aren't we i think it's probably best to keep that to a normal size football pitch isn't it uh the the, the school experience was there was absolutely no space to do anything beyond not get beaten to a pulp if you receive the ball. Absolutely right there. But what I'm looking at trying to do is if if this theme park does work the way that we think it will, uh, there'll be 1.5 million people a day visiting and they're not all going to fit on that pitch. So if we have 75 pitches, you can get a hell of a lot of groups of, of, of young boys all in there at once, all playing that game. And of course, you, you don't have to be a young boy to be involved. You could be in your 70s. You could be even in a wheelchair. You know, it, it's for everyone. Let's talk briefly about changing rooms, because the technology has moved so far that changing rooms, you see them on Amazon documentaries in the Premier League. They are state of the art. They've got big uh, seats that are so comfortable, you could probably fall asleep in them. We need to reverse engineer all of that and get back to the cold concrete um smelly deep heat smelling um orange peels sort of half chucked in the bin someone's defecated around the toilet that's a a great idea and i think also we should leave soiled underwear um around i mean i don't don't mean in a a perverted way i mean heavily soiled dirty dirty pants um you know things like that there should be a corner of the dressing room that's that's got blood in it from a from a fight i remember michael stafford carrying one of his own poos into the communal shower and just popping it on the floor like it was the most natural thing in the world to do nobody we were all so shocked we didn't ask what he thought he was doing we just we just let him pop it on the floor finish his shower and and we all left with the poo still there yeah I mean, I, I remember on one occasion Michael Choi was was hung up on one of the coat hooks and he was just punched repeatedly like like a like a piece of meat. Can you fulfil different roles when you turn up there? If you want to be the person beaten up, can you sign up in advance? Can you be the person who takes a poo in a shower? Are there lots of different roles you can fulfil, or, or do you want it to be more of an organic, uh, spontaneous experience? I, I I think of it a little bit like um, Michael Crichton's Westworld, um, where you go there to really experience everything. So you could be the goody, you could be the baddie, but there will be, as I mentioned in the initial initial blurb, that there are FIFA-approved, fully automated bigger boys. Now, these big bigger boys are, they're, they're neither human nor machine. It's a sort of DNA-based cyborg that, that hopefully FIFA will will pay for, will get these made. And it, it, uh, mountain children, I call them, they're massive, very big, but half a brain. And they'll just walk around lashing out 
beating down people. If if you try to fight them off, they will attack you. But if you join them, um, then you're on their side and, and you can lash out as well. So again, you know, very much like Westworld, just do what you want, free and easy on the highway of life. That's that's the way I'm looking at this. That's great. And I, I think we build in some kind of randomizer in that, uh, in those cyborg machines, such that if you join them, you think you're one of them. And then two hours later, one of them just thumps you in the side of the head for no reason. I, th- I think we need to yeah, build that aspect into it. Because all of the psychos in school, they never really had friends. They just had people who would help them commit terrible acts and uh, they could turn on you like a leopard or a wild cat these things you know you think you're okay like pat jennings yeah like pat jennings you know the mind of a maniac they often said that about him on uh, football focus speaking of the temperature so we're going to employ a few actors to play uh, the role of the teacher for example the role of the, the sports teacher M- mr um, tipping who incidentally i will say mr tipping was a maths teacher who was just told to do this. So he really hated us as well. That's a big part of that schoolboy football experience, I think. Mine mine was Mr. Peel, who weirdly was also a maths teacher. He was close to retirement, and yet he coached me between the ages of 7 and 10. He would referee games with football boots, a tweed suit, a proper tie, and smoke a cigar. Uh, and we, we would never be allowed it. It could be lashing it down. It could be hurricane winds. We would only be allowed in if his cigar went out. How confusing is it going to be for the, the foreign uh, ride goers when they turn up and they obviously haven't brought their kit and this man in a tweed suit smoking a pipe makes them strip into their underwear and still play football? Pants and vest. Yeah, and I, I think it also gives gives the, the foreign visitors that, that real British football experience, which is something a lot of people, you know, a lot of people think, um, I believe that uh, you you just practice a lot and then suddenly you get signed to a team and and you're you're there whereas the reality is every young boy and and girl as well who who's interested in britain from the age of about 7 is forced to go onto a field whether they like it or not and experience these things furthering that that cultural experience of of the british young footballer I, I i think a big part for me growing up and i'm sure this is universal was we were never properly coached i didn't understand the offside rule until i joined a local side when i was 16 but before that at school i just didn't know what offside was initially i was a sweeper and mr baker who was also a maths teacher what is it about maths and enforced sports teaching told me to stand on the edge of the d and i thought that meant i couldn't move so i would only touch the ball if it came to me i couldn't leave that area of the d so i would i i had about four years of football where i didn't touch the ball once yeah i, th- I think having very little knowledge of the game is is very important to, to to break the rules you you must first learn the rules yeah i mean i, I created a, a position called back defense in the mid 80s which involves standing behind james blake who was in goal and if if the ball went past him, I I could stop it, but only with my feet. I think there's a few clubs, especially Arsenal at the moment, who could could do with a back defender. How about this? We we place right next to this enclosure a, a, a Brazilian sort of alternative, where they're all doing silky skills on a beach setting. That is a a wonderful juxtaposition because what you've got there is to see these 
you know, these sort of seven-year-old kids doing keep-ups with an orange or or scoring a goal from over 300 yards using a just a small stone to seeing an 11-year-old crying as he's trying to do his trousers up and the school bus is arriving and he's not going to make that bus and he's not going to get home in time for chips and gravy because his hands are dead and inside his soul is dead and he's died on that pitch physically and mentally and that's what I want to see. Slight concern. I mean, I'm loving it, uh, but I just wondered if you'd had any thoughts, Eggsy, on how how we market this. I mean, charging ride goers a small fortune to have a terrible time might be a tough sell. Well, that's. I mean, literally, if if you get this up and running first, because that makes sense to build it and get it going first. All you need then is a drone, a few. Uh, sort of crazy looking camera shots and a lot of um, on-screen graphics with stats, lots of stats, numbers, um, the speed at which the young boys are running, um, the amount of footballs on the pitch. Get those things flashing up, blind them with science, make it look like it's good, you know, and also... If you are going to see a lot of young boys crying in a game of football, just put some dramatic music over the top. Everyone who likes football likes seeing footballers crying with dramatic music. So so it, it lets people know that they are going to experience real football. Well, fantastic. Uh, unless you've got anything else to add, Eggsy, I think we're going to vote on this. Um, is there anything, any additional information you'd like to put forward uh, to help your case? Um, just football is an incredibly strong game. It, it's It's possibly the strongest game known to man. Um, it can only go from strength to strength and, you know, massive respect to football. Uh, I'm ready to vote on this. Um, so all in favour of Eggsy's school sports football simulator say aye. Three, two, one. Aye. Aye. It's in. Congratulations. Unanimous. That is unanimous. That's unanimous. Brilliant. Congratulations, Eggsy. You must be over the moon. They are, this, without a doubt, is is one of the greatest days of my life. That was Eggsy's school sports simulator, or in his words... It's the school sports football simulator. And I'm sure it'll be a massive hit at football land. Meeting adjourned. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.